All right, welcome back to the Gospel for Life. Pastor Jonathan Van Hoogen from Day Spring Reformed Church is around the table this morning. Very happy to be here. Pastor Russ Herman from Cloverdale Reformed Church. Yeah, it's a good day. It is a good day. And I'm Josh Bells from the Well Boise, and we have a special guest host with us today, Pastor Tim Hazelbaker from Middleton First Baptist. Great to be with you. How long have you served over Did there? Did you just call him Mick Hazelbaker? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Are we just making up names yeah, now? Yeah, you're Mick today. Is that all right? You know what? That's fine. I'm just glad to be here. Right? You kind of look like a Mick. Yeah. yeah. So, so how long have you been in Middleton now? Just over four years. Great. That's awesome. What's your uh, website? MiddletonBaptist.org. Middleton's a pretty fast-growing city, right? You call if, it a city, I think. If I'm correct, um, when I got there in 2018, it was 8,000. And it is now 12,000. Wow. It has it is grown by 50%. That's nuts. And I've heard, I don't know if this is true or not, that they're ascribing that growth to the fact that Tim moved there. Probably. Yeah. I think you I don't Mick. know what else it would have been. Mick moved there. Yeah. When Mick moved there. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, nothing else really changed in that time period. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've been um, reviewing. Um, What's his name? Paul, Paul David's trip. Trip's yeah, yeah. book, Do You hey, Believe? That's right. Uh, and it's a great, um, what a great compliment to this show. This, this show is called The Gospel for Life. We try to apply um, the doctrine, uh, the doctrines of the scripture to our everyday life. And that's exactly what this book is doing. We've been looking at the God's sovereignty. You want to say something? I was just saying, we started doing this, I think, in 2018. And this book was published in, in like, 2021. So he's copying us. I wonder if we, we should get be able to get for. <laughs> Some of the royalties should be going to us. I agree. Yeah. I'll reach out to him. Okay. Or Mick, can you do that? <laughs> yep. Let me just text him right now. <laughs> All right. Perfect. So, um, we're not going to review everything we've done. Um, this would be a great opportunity to be one of our 10 podcast subscribers. So, if you go subscribe to The Gospel for Life, you can listen to our past broadcasts on this issue. Here, I think Trip does a wonderful... Um, gives an, a wonderful illustration of the different circles um, that we encounter in our lives that sometimes we can confuse. So he talks about two different circles. He talks about the the circle of responsibility and then the circle of concern. So mm-hmm. in the circle of responsibility, that circle represents all the things that God has called you to do that uh, you cannot give to anyone else to do for you. So these are your daily God-ordained duties, your calling, if you will. And so being a husband, being a father. Go ahead, brother. You look well, like I was, I, No, I was just thinking about this, you know, and I, I like the fact that he called it a circle of responsibility instead of calling it the things I can control. Right. Because we're, as we're talking about the sovereignty of God, all things are out ultimately outside of our control. But within the sovereignty of God, there are these secondary causes that we have that that are part of working out his divine will. Yep. And that's and that's our responsibilities. Yep. He has a great line that says our our only proper response to this circle, the circle of responsibility, is to carefully and faithfully obey, trusting God for the empowering grace to do so. And so that's just saying what um, Jonathan is saying slightly differently in a different way. And the idea that it is within our responsibility, but we do these things as God equips and empowers and gives us the grace to do them. Mm-hmm. So that's the circle of concern. 
And then he talks circle about, of responsibility. Sorry, thank yep. you. Yeah, that's the circle of responsibility. The second one is the circle of concern. And he says, in this circle, those, these are the things that, that grab your attention, that capture your mind, that weigh heavy on your heart, but they are not your responsibility or within your ability to do or produce these things. And so he says, the only way, the only proper way to respond to these concerns is to entrust them to the Lord who governs them all for his glory and your ultimate good. So do you guys think that those two circles are helpful uh, to, to talk about? I think that's a helpful grid. Well, absolutely. absolutely. And in fact, you know, from, for me, some of you know that, you know, three years ago I was diagnosed with colon cancer and, um, you know, this is definitely something outside of my, uh, control and it's it's a circle of concern there thing i there's nothing that i personally can do that's going to change the outcome there uh it is it is in god's hands and it is in others hands in fact even when i would uh, talk to my oncologist I, I said you have far more to worry about than i do uh i simply have to trust uh you have to you, you know in your in your circle of responsibility if we go back to that you have to you have to ask yourself am i doing the best thing for this person i simply had it to trust and i my ultimate trust wasn't necessarily in the oncologist but it is in god who who has ordered all my life and he numbered all my days before they ever came to be and i'm going to be you know he's promised to be with me to the end. So that's, the, you know, while it's a, a concern, I'm back to the point of just trusting in him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it also helps us. I know for me, I'm a worrier. And what worries me the most is when I don't know what I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is you come up against a situation and you don't take time to think through it. You're just overwhelmed by the situation. And if I can narrow down what it is that I'm actually worried about, then I go, oh, God can handle that. That's not that big of a deal, right? Where and, and, and it's kind of the same thing where you have these two circles, one that you're responsible for, one that you are concerned for. You can sift through and narrow out what you can do something about, what you totally have to just trust God and there's nothing you can do about it. And that makes things more feasible. And it, and it really, in a way, it helps us apply God's sovereignty over the things that we're worried about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm going to apply this a little bit to the, this, the realm of parenting and I um I'm going to say something next that I'm just going to ask Tim to graciously just kind of ignore a little bit. Uh oh. <laughs> um, but one of the most somber moments of my life is when I brought my my oldest son and then my next four um, to be baptized um, as infants. You did what? I know, I know. <laughs> uh, so it, it's really it's what three to, to one, Tim. Just don't don't, <laughs> even, don't even don't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing your kid's not here today. <laughs> so the reason why it was so sobering for me is I realized as I stood there um, that I had brought an eternal being into the world that was totally depraved, that was opposed to God and the things of God, and I realized there was nothing that I could do to change it. Born that way. He's born I mean, that way, and mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. That it's it was it would be only God's sovereign grace. What did somebody say? A viper in diapers? Yeah, <laughs> that would make the difference. Yeah, and that's that's that circle of responsibility, circle of control. 
I was I'm being called to to raise him in the in the fear and admonition of the Lord. I, I'm to Absolutely. love him and model the love of God to him. I'm to instruct him in in God's word. I'm to lay the gospel before my children on a, on a daily basis. But at the end of the day, I cannot change their heart. I cannot bring about faith in their life. And it's just it's interesting with parenting when our kids are young, we have this false sense of control. That we've well, we that, manage them, yeah, which that, is appropriate, yeah. But we think that we can bring about faith. That if we just parent correctly, it's a given. Yeah. And then they get older, and you realize, you know what? I never had control. Yeah. I I never had the 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 control in the lives of my children that I thought I did. And then you realize, probably too late. Oh, these were gods all along. And he was using me as an instrument, but he was the main instrument that was necessary in their heart and life. And then I was to be trusting him and in a lot of ways um, recognizing this circle of of concern that he had that I didn't have. You know, um, I think a failure to kind of categorize everything in your life into one of these two circles is the reason for fear, anxiety worry or discouragement. Let's take another example. So the the current kind of uh, um, economy of the United States. So inflation is out of control. I mean, if you've been to the gas pumps lately, you see what the price of gas is. And um, as uh, as the main breadwinner of my home, I see that it's my responsibility to um, be faithful in my vocation so so that to the best of my ability, I can provide for my my family. I just, I'm so sorry. I just saw just a stupid little thing come through my email yesterday um, that said, you know, here's a place where you can get gas for $1.49. And then it was it, a Taco Bell. Taco sign. Bell, yeah. So I saw you start talking that. about this, and, and I'm sorry. And all you're thinking about is Taco Bell. It is. <laughs> well, my point wasn't gas. My, my point was. Uh, right. Uh, um, the our finances and I and I've experienced this the whole time I've been married because I, I got married you know fairly quickly out, outside of my my parents' home and I am not in control of I'm responsible to be faithful with my money mm-hmm. I'm actually not in control of whether I keep my job ultimately of whether um, I'm going to pay my be able to pay all my bills this next month of of being able to prevent any kind of um, financial disaster within the next month. Well, if those things are out of my control, then I I have to put those in that circle of concern that that's on God's side of the ledger. And and I mean honestly, even in the circle of responsibility, as you, as you pointed out, it's not as if those things I'm ultimately in control of either. I'm only required to be faithful in those things. Well, you know, I mean, even in the Lord's prayer, we're told to pray, "Give us this day our daily bread." It, you know, there is it. It is an acknowledgement that everything that we have comes from Him. You know, so so the so as you're saying, I didn't have, I don't ultimately have control on that. I live a dependent life. I do live a dependent life on a sovereign God. In Him, we live and move and have our being. We're told in Acts 17. Yeah, you know what's amazing about that is Jesus told them, you know, pray for their daily bread, mm-hmm. and Jesus told people not to worry about money. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the economics of those days, most people were dirt poor. Mm-hmm. 
People didn't have checking accounts, savings accounts, investments, retirements. They didn't have any of that. They didn't have any of that stuff. And Jesus told them not to worry about money. That's that's what blows me away. Is we're not we have so much less reason to worry about money. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> well, you're smirking over I'm there. I'm sorry. Are you He's more still memes coming about over here. <laughs> no, I was just thinking as Tim was saying, they didn't have savings and checkings accounts, and I'm thinking, yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> this has been History 101. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, um, I, I guess I would just challenge um, our listeners. This is a very tangible way of applying the sovereignty of God to your life. Um Maybe this is a, a helpful way to teach your children. Look, pull out a piece of paper, eight by half, eight and a half by eleven. Draw two circles, and say, you know, especially next time you, you, one of your children are, are worried about something. This is right. a great teaching opportunity. Okay, son, here's the circle of responsibility. Here's the circle of concern. This is what belongs in this circle. The circle of responsibility are those things that God is calling you to do. The circle of concern are those things that uh, you may be worried about, but but they're totally in control of God. This issue that you're facing right now, which circle does it go into? It's and, a good it's and, a good illustration, and you can walk through um, showing them how to. And I I think that you and I have talked about this in the past. Uh, we've both had a child that panics over something, yeah. you know, and and almost ex- to an extreme, yeah. you know, where they where they where they just can't think, and that and being able to show them that this is something outside of you know, God has this in control, and you know, your responsibility is just to trust Him. Yeah. And the bottom line is, it's uh, those moments when we're talking to ourselves or to our, you know, loved ones or people that we have influence over that we need to say, "Well, can you do anything about this?" Mm-hmm. Well, no, but you can. That's that's what prayer is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is coming and acknowledge, Lord, I'm in a situation that I'm I'm really saying Your will be done, and I submit to it. You've been listening to the Gospel for Life. We're so glad that you joined us today, and we will see you next time. 